Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the 80%. Gusto mo ba ng mga business ideas na hindi mo kailangan ng malaking kapital? If your answer is yes, then this episode is for you. So, are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte. I'm a registered financial planner and the host of this podcast where we talk about the mindset, habits, and strategies you need to achieve financial success. Thank you for tuning in, and now, on to the show. A business would always require capital. If not at the start, then at some point in the immediate future. It is necessary for it to become stable and to eventually grow. So, yung mga sasabihin ko sa inyong mga business ideas, ito yung mga select businesses na hindi mo kailangang maglabas ng pera, hindi mo kailangan ng kapital sa simula. However, as I mentioned, ang mga negosyo, ang mga businesses, eventually, you would need to infuse capital into it or at the very least, kailangan mong paikutin yung kinikita niya if you want it to really grow and become sustainable. So, baka iisipin ninyo or you're expecting something na negosyo na at the start ay okay na kagad, sustainable. Hindi, no? These business ideas will require a lot of hard work, particularly because laway lang ang puhunan mo. Your capital here is your time, your energy, your connections, your resources. Not necessarily financial resources, but other resources and assets that you have. Thus, it's important to save your initial profits and reinvest them back into the business. Because if you don't, then it will take longer for your venture to become sustainable. The first business idea is a reselling business. Parati kong binabanggit na ang pinakamadaling paraan para kumita ay magbenta ka. Since you don't want to put out a lot of money at the start, then you can probably do a reselling business. So the most straightforward way to make money without capital is to simply resell stuff. With a little cash, you can buy a starting inventory. But it's very possible to get a consignment or affiliate deal. May kakilala ko, nagre-resell siya ng multivitamins. So meron siyang kapatid na member ng isang multi-level networking company ng mga multivitamins. 
ayaw niya magpa-member kasi ayaw niyang gawing full-time yon Gusto niya kumita ng extra. So, ang ginagawa niya, binibenta niya paminsan-minsan yung mga produkto ng kapatid niya. And enough yung kinikita niya dun sa pag resell ng mga multivitamins para sa, ang sabi niya sa akin, pambili niya ng load. And I also have a friend. Meron na siyang existing business. Meron siyang bicycle accessories na shop. Pero ang maganda doon, ang inventory niya talaga doon sa business is yung mga bicycle accessories and parts. Pero maraming naghahanap sa kanya ng mga merch, mga biker's merch, mga t-shirt, cap, etc. So instead na magpagawa siya, maghanap siya ng supplier, ang ginawa niya, naghanap siya ng ibang tindahan, tapos nagpa-consignment siya. So no cash out, nagkaroon siya ng mga merch na items na tinitinda dun sa store niya, tapos naging source of extra income din siya. So I would say na kahit na employee ka, that's also something that you can do. In fact, naalala ko nung nagtatrabaho ako, meron akong office mate, nagtitinda ng unan. <laughs> so, sabi ko, saan mo kinukuha yan? Yung pala, yung nanay niya ay nagtatrabaho sa isang uh, factory ng mga unan, tapos merong malaking employee discount yung nanay niya kasi doon nga nagtatrabaho. So yung catalog, hindi to yung mga una na pantulog lang. No? Uh, these are novelty pillows, yung mga pwedeng pangregalo, mukhang stuff toy, etc. So meron siyang brochure, binibenta niya sa, sa opisina. Pag alam niyang may, merong may birthday na o oh, birthday ng kapatid mo, di ba? or ng nanay mo, or birthday ng nililigawan mo, regaluhan mo siya nitong puso na una. No? So meron siyang ano, catalog. Tapos pag may umorder sa kanya, sasabihin niya sa nanay niya, yung nanay niya bibilhin. So reselling. This is actually a, a very good way to start a business. Yung mag-resell ka muna. In fact, that's also something that I did back when I was starting my computer shop business. So aside from the computer shop, I also had a reselling business of uh, computer parts. Dati kasi... Usong-uso talaga yung nagbebenta ng mga hard disk, mga SD-RAM, DD-RAM, etc. So that's the first business idea that you can start with zero or little capital. The second business idea is be a freelancer and be a service or skills provider. So what can you do well that others can't? especially business owners and managers. Ano ba yung mga kailangang gawin ng mga entrepreneurs na mga may-ari ng negosyo na hindi nila gaano alam gawin pero ikaw kayang-kaya mo? Ang isa sa mga napapansin ko, a lot of business owners, especially yung mga MSMEs, gumagawa sila ng social media accounts for their business. I think it is already an essential part of putting out uh, putting up a business today kailangan meron kang Instagram account or Facebook page etc but most of these entrepreneurs don't really know how to handle their social media accounts ngayon kung ikaw babad ka sa social media magaling ka maghandle ng Instagram account mo mahilig kang tumambay sa Facebook 
you might as well take advantage of the time that you are online and uh, earn some money from it. You can probably approach mga local businesses in your area and offer to be a social media manager. Na, ma'am, sir, yung Instagram account ko po, 5,000 yung followers. So, yung Instagram account nyo, pwede kong tulungan na dumami din yung followers. So, diba? so you can sell your service and earn as a freelancer. Also, you can join freelancing groups and check what skills are in demand. Aside from social media marketing, ang napapansin ko, kailangan din ng mga writers. So, kung meron kang skill ng pagsusulat, kung marunong ka ng graphic design, that's also something that is uh, a little bit in demand. Lately, dahil nauuso yung podcasting, may mga nakikita rin ako, mga podcast editors, mga audio editors, and transcribers. So, tingnan mo kung ano yung mga skills mo and see ano yung pwede mong i-offer. This is not necessarily a business already, but a, a freelancing venture can eventually be grown into a freelancing business. Let's say dun sa freelancing venture mo, dumadami na yung mga clients mo, you can eventually reach out to other freelancers, outsource some of the projects that you are getting, Tapos, slowly but surely, you can get your own staff. You can create your own group of freelancers. And before you know it, it can be an agency business. Again, you can start small. Just be a freelancer and be a service or skills provider. The third type of business that you can start with zero capital is consulting or a coaching business. So working as a consultant is a good stepping stone towards eventually building your own firm. Marami akong kilalang ganito, especially if you're a professional. Yung accountant ko, she works for an accounting firm dati, pero nag-resign siya, tapos nag-freelance muna. And as a freelance accountant, she was able to get several businesses na siya yung nag-accounting, siya yung nagbo-bookkeeping. Eventually, dumami yung mga clients niya. Nag-hire na siya ng mga sarili niyang bookkeeper, sariling staff. Nakipag-partner na rin siya sa isang kaibigan niya na accountant then And now, they have their own accountancy firm. Pwedeng-pwede rin yung coaching business. You don't really need a PRC license to do this. Meron akong uh, kakilala. Ano naman siya? Certified naman siya na fitness trainer. During the pandemic, Siyempre, walang gym, pero nag-online classes siya. Yung mga gym members na naging kaibigan niya na, may message niya, sabi niya, oh, twice a week, I will have a an online fitness training class that you can join. Tapos, uh, 150 pesos yung bayad doon sa class for an hour na exercise. And a lot of his students are those who missed going to the gym but uh, also wanted to uh, stay fit during the pandemic. And ngayon, ang ginagawa niya ay nag-record na siya ng different exercise routines. Tapos, ginagawa na niya yung website niya and it will be an online course already. So also, the internet has provided the opportunity for individuals to sell online courses and consultancy sessions. Of course, in my case, as a 
registered financial planner, I do online consultancy, online financial consultations. Again, it doesn't really take a lot of capital to start this kind of venture. And eventually, you can grow it into a full-fledged business. Number four, nako, ito ang sikat na sikat. Very popular among the youth sa mga Gen Z, yung Content Creator Network. Well, actually, mga millennials and Gen Z, this is something that they are really good at, no? becoming a content creator. So it doesn't take a lot of money to start a blog, create a video channel, or develop a podcast that you can eventually monetize. Create educational content for underserved and specialized niches. Alam natin, marami ng mga YouTubers ngayon, marami na rin blogs, sobrang dami ng blogs. Although ang podcasting nagsisimula pa lang sa Pilipinas. But all of these three can create a blog, start a, your own YouTube channel, and even your own podcast for free. Ang importante dito ay yung content mo. It's okay to start na parang amateur. Ako, I wouldn't say na super professional na yung setup ko. But after a while, I was able to close deals with brands and have advertisers. So again, laway lang yung puhuna natin dito. A little bit of creativity, some imagination. But ang nakikita kong pinaka-profitable is if you do an educational type of content. Of course, pwede yung mga entertainment, yung mga nakakatawa na mga content. Pero this is my personal opinion. Yung ibang mga content creators that uh, focus on entertainment, minsan nauubusan ng, ano, <laughs> ng, ng ideas. Pero yung educational content, especially if you're well-versed and knowledgeable in that topic, nako, hindi ka mauubusan ng sasabihin at isishare. Lalo sa mga self-development, mga self-improvement na mga niche. Maganda yung mga underserved and specialized niches kasi sa sobrang daming content creators ngayon, you have to be known for a particular topic or niche at first. Mayroon akong kakilala na relationships yung kanyang podcast very popular ang relationships pero ang focus niya ay mga lalaki how do men fall in love parang ganyan so ang target audience niya ay mga lalaki ngayon meron pa siyang specific niche doon siya sa particularly sa mga lalaki na gusto ng mag-asawa how do you know if you're ready for marriage how do you know if you're ready for a long-term commitment so, hindi ito yung mga puppy love, but these are all about romantic relationships for men who are ready to get married. It started out with a general topic, but ang focus niya ay very specialized. In a way, you can also consider yung podcast ko, the 80% podcast, as a specialized niche. No? Although it is about personal finance, Ang talagang mission ko dito is to highlight yung behavioral aspect of personal finance. Although not every episode is about that, but 
I always keep that in mind when I am thinking of a solo cast or a solo episode. We, I cannot help but invite some guests sa podcast to talk about other topics. But pag solo cast, yun lagi ang top of mind ko. Ano ba yung behavioral aspect of personal finance na hindi ko pa nadi-discuss sa podcast. Marami pa akong naiisip na example. Uh, meron akong kakilalang travel blogger. Hindi lang basta-basta travel blogging yung sinusulat niya. Pero mas nakafocus siya sa backpacking. Meron din akong napanood na video blog. Nagluluto siya. It's basically a food video blog. Pero instead of cooking random things, ang specific niche niya ay cooking for one. Ano ba yung mga recipes, mga pagkain na pwede mong lutuin na pang isa lang para ito sa mga nakatira siguro sa condo, mag-isa, mga uh, people who are living independently, mga quick meals that you can do na dahil siguro busy ka sa work or you have a limited budget. So para sa mga single people, sabi niya mga condo dwellers na pagod na bumili or ayaw nang bumili ng fast food, gusto magluto sa bahay, pero hindi naman ganun karami yung equipment and syempre nakatamad kasi magluto kung para sa isa lang. Yun yung sabi ng mga mga kakilala niya na mahili magluto. Naku, nakakatamad magluto kung isa lang yung kakain. Pero yun yung ginawa niyang niche. No? Kasi he felt na there's a need for it, there's a market for it. And indeed, yun nga yung ginagawa niya. Last business idea is start a business related to the sharing economy. So check out apps and platforms and see if there's something you have that you can offer. It's quite common for enterprising individuals to eventually scale up and turn this side gig into a business. Ano yung sharing economy? One of the more popular ones today ay yung Airbnb. So kung meron kang spare room sa bahay, bahit hindi mo i-offer sa Airbnb. Doon sa mga may extra na kotse, ito alam ko may maraming gumawa nito, no? may mga idle na kotse, bakit hindi mo isale sa Grab? Dati may Uber pa, pero ngayon sa Grab, kung meron kang spare na motor, bakit hindi mo isale sa angkas? These are sharing economy businesses. So kung wala kang oras para mag-drive para sa angkas or sa grab, you can definitely look for someone who can do the driving. Tapos, commission basis, may mga kakilala ko, ganun yung ginawa. And sa simula, since it is profitable, inipo nila yung kanilang kinikita. Tapos eventually, kumuha sila ng pangalawang sasakyan or pangalawang motor. Meron akong kakilala, yung kinikita niya sa Airbnb. Naipon niya, nakabili siya ng, nakapag-down payment siya sa bagong condominium unit. Tapos, pina, pinapa-Airbnb niya din yon Naganap siya ng, ano eh, ng foreclosed na condo unit para immediately kaya niyang ipa-rent out. Sabi niya, kumikita daw siya ng mga around 15,000, 18,000 pesos a month. Enough na daw yon para do sa monthly amortization ng pangalawang unit. At yung pangalawang unit, although bago pa lang, ay ganun na rin daw yung kinikita after a few months. Siyempre, this would require a lot of planning. But uh, if you already have the resources, 
yung initial resources, like you have an extra room or an extra property that you can rent out, or you have an extra car, then definitely you can take advantage of the sharing economy business. Another example, naalala ko lang ngayon, yung mga stock photo websites. Kung marami kang, kung ikaw ay photographer, marami kang mga pictures sa archives mo, sa backup uh, disks mo, na mga pwedeng gamitin na stock photo, why not sell them sa mga stock photography websites? Kasi malaki din yung pwede mong kitain doon, especially if you if your photos are very good. Meron akong kaibigan, ano siya, food photographer, marami siya mga pictures sa mga pagkain. Hindi lang yung mga artistic shots, but also yung mga, I don't know what they call it, pero parang product shots. May picture siya ng mansana, sa mga iba't ibang prutas, yung mga Filipino dishes na unbranded, pinipicturean din niya. Kasi doon siya nagpa-practice eh. Kung meron siyang client na restaurant, pa-practice niya na sa bahay kung ano yung angle na kukunin niya. So meron siyang mga stock photos. Sabi ko, you can definitely make money out of it. You might as well upload it sa mga stock photography websites and see if anyone would be interested. And ang sabi niya, mabenta daw yung mga prutas niya. Tapos, sinubukan din niya yung mga halahalaman doon sa bahay nila. Meron din daw bumibili. Sometimes, uh, the stock photos are being used for business presentations. Minsan, mga music albums abroad, etc. So, sharing economy, very subtle, not really well-known na way of making money but if you do your own research you dig a little deeper you'll discover na ang daming opportunities dito Again, at first these businesses are more like a freelance venture The key to success is to use your profits to scale your operations and grow it into a full-fledged business. So sa simula, one-man team ka, ikaw lahat ang gagawa. Sa simula, mapapagod ka kasi this will really take your time, your energy. Get ready to sacrifice some of your personal time or your leisure time to make these ventures run. If you will be smart with how you handle your finances, pag binalik mo sa negosyo yung kinikita mo, start to scale, hire staff, see how you can improve the business, outsource, delegate, and eventually it can become a sustainable business. At mapapansin mo, you can even grow it into a business na hindi mo na kailangan patakbuhin kasi it can already run on its own. So again, these are not really formal businesses but more like freelance ventures that has great potential to become a full-fledged business. And that's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. Please remember to click the follow button for the 
at ishare mo na rin ang episode na to sa mga friends mo. Kung may tanong or financial concern ka na gusto mong sagutin natin in an episode, you can contact me through our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. Muli, ako si Fitz Villafuerte at magsama-sama ulit tayo sa susunod nating episode. Goodbye, take care, and stay safe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.